Well, Laker fam, I don't know about you, but I am exhausted. But what a day it has been. The Lakers traded and got the one, the only, Russell Westbrook. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. You're listening to the Laker Hand Podcast. I, of course, am Laker Hand. I am joined by an equally exhausted but also very excited Laker dad. Dad. The Lakers got freaking Russell Westbrook. Can you believe this? No, Hannah. I never actually would have believed it up until, uh, you know, a a couple of weeks ago. Um, It became fairly clear to me that's the guy the Lakers really wanted. But I didn't think they'd be able to pull it off. What a stunner. What a stunner, Hannah. This was just such a nerve-wracking day. I mean, all day long, rumors were just flying. And it got me to believe, you know, something's going to happen. The Lakers are going to make some big move right now. First, it was, you know, the Lakers and the Kings are, you know, moments away from announcing a trade to get Buddy healed. And then all of a sudden, Woj reports, actually, no, the Lakers are now talking to the Washington Wizards. They're finalizing a deal to send Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. And I'm just like scrolling my Twitter and refreshing my Twitter every second. My thumbs, I literally think I have arthritis in my thumbs after today. But, I mean, this is just crazy talk. I mean, obviously you say, you know, we've been talking for a while now that it looks like the Lakers are obviously going to try to add a third superstar into this mix to pair up with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. But, you know, we just never thought it could actually happen because obviously every offseason – Every star is, you know, linked to the Lakers in some way. But for it to actually happen, I mean, Dad, let's break it down a little bit. What does a player like Russell Westbrook bring to this Lakers team? Well, Hannah, um, first of all, future Hall of Famer, first, first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, one of the greatest point guards in the history of the league. There's no question about it. Perennial all star. Perennial triple-double guy. I think he's had triple-doubles, average triple-doubles for four of the last five seasons. Um, you know, it, but mostly what he brings is a toughness, a passion, always plays hard, always fights hard, really wants to win. You know, I, I, I will get into some of the negatives that people are saying, but I'm personally very happy about it. You know, it's funny because... The other day when I filmed my video, which was actually released today, guys, so if you guys um, haven't gone and checked out my YouTube video, definitely go and check it out. But I interviewed people um, at the, the beautiful Venice, that is Beach, California, um, and I asked people, you know, if they, A, kind of thought the Lakers were going to get a superstar and who they wanted. And I really kind of talked mainly about, you know, Russell Westbrook versus CB3 um, and then, of course, Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan. But, you know, most people said they wanted CP3, but there were a few people who were very, very passionate that Russell Westbrook would be a way better addition to this Lakers team than CP3. They all brought up the fact that that he has averaged, you know, nearly a triple-double every season. This past season, he averaged, I think it was 12 assists. Um, And they said, you know, Chris Paul's never even gotten, you know, close to that, especially in the last few years. So they were really, really high on Russell Westbrook. And, you know, after kind of hearing what some of the people had to say, it got me thinking that maybe Russell was a better fit for this Lakers team than I initially thought. Because initially, you know, my reaction was, of course, you know, to have a guy like Russell Westbrook is amazing. Like you mentioned, Dad, he's, you know, a former Hall of Famer. He's, you know, one of the best point guards in the league. He's, you know, had a great career. But there are some things that kind of concerned me. And one of them being the fact that, you know, 
while he is a, a guy that I like to compare, not necessarily to Kobe Bryant, but that, to that Mamba mentality in terms of, you know, if his team is down, he's going to do everything in his power. It doesn't matter how horrible of a night he's having. He's going to do everything in his power and leave every single thing he has on the floor, which I really appreciate that. But also, you know, there are nights where his scoring is not the best. He can make some, you know, kind of really sloppy plays because, again, he really does kind of try to win sometimes all on his own. So my biggest concern was how is he going to fit with LeBron James and Anthony Davis in terms of, you know, if he wants to be the leader of this team, obviously LeBron's the leader of this team. Then we also got Anthony Davis, who he wants to be the leader of this team. How are all three of those guys going to come together? Because, Dad, you know, let's say... Four seconds left on the shot clock. Lakers are down by, you know, two, three points. You really think Russell Westbrook's going to pass up that last second shot to to LeBron or AD or to another player? You know, Hannah, um, the pundits who don't like this deal are saying the Lakers needed a shooter. They don't have a shooter. Russell Westbrook is, is, is not the guy who fits with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But you know what? A superstar is a superstar. I mean, a future Hall of Famer is a future Hall of Famer. A perennial triple-double guy, they're going my, to... My feeling, Hannah, is they're going to figure it out. Is there going to be an adjustment? Yes. But Russell Westbrook is coming here late in his career. By the way, he's still in his prime. You know, that's... I, the reason I favored him over Chris Paul is he's, you know, three or four years younger than Chris Paul, and that that's a lot at, at their age. But they're going to figure it out. I believe they're going to figure it out. Russell Westbrook wants to win a title. LeBron James wants to win a title. These guys want to win, and I think they're going to figure it out. I tend to agree with you, Dad, you know, and especially because LeBron obviously has a huge say in whatever the Lakers do. So he's obviously talked to Russell Westbrook. I'm sure those two have met and talked, you know, multiple times. So if they didn't feel strongly that Russell could really mesh well with LeBron and AD and with this team, that they wouldn't all kind of come together for the collective effort of winning a championship, then they wouldn't have gone after him. That was just kind of my initial thoughts. But obviously, now that he is a Laker, I I am extremely excited. Uh, I just can't believe it happened. But, you know, Dad, we still have essentially an entire team to fill. Right now, the Lakers are at that $130 million cap space going into the offseason. So what that means is, you know, we have enough money to re-sign our free agents, Alex Caruso, THT. Alex Caruso actually today put out something on his Instagram Pretty much insinuating he's going to be returning to the Lakers. He put out, it said, it was some kind of a quote, like, you know, always remain loyal to people who believed in you from day one. So he's come back to the Lakers. I'm pretty sure THC's coming back to the Lakers as well. So we just have that 5.9 mid-level exception, a million-dollar mid-level exception. And then we have, of course, a bunch of veteran minimums. So, Dad, who do you see the Lakers filling with with those spots? Because some people are saying... Listen, DeMar DeRozan may not be totally out of the mix if he decides to really, you know, pick winning a championship over money and he takes that mid-level exception. Do you think it's realistic or am I just crazy to think maybe DeMar DeRozan could also be on the way? Well, Hannah, um, before I get to that, and I will get to that, let's mention a moment the guys who are leaving the team. I knew you were going to do that. I know you're a little sad about it. Well... Well, first of all, the the Lakers paid a steep price to make this happen. Uh, my man Kyle Kuzma, you know, who was the lone survivor uh, of the young core, is now gone. Uh, KCP, uh, who I think is a clutch sports client, and uh, and I think LeBron James liked him, um, he's now gone. Uh, Montrez Harrell did us a huge favor by opting in uh, because that made him then eligible to be traded, and he's gone. 
And I think maybe the, the most bitter pill of all, the only thing that I'm a little sad about is that we lost the 22nd pick in the draft and did not get a draft pick back for this year. We got a couple of future, but way distant future, second round picks, which mean nothing. I'm a little surprised we didn't get a, a, another pick this year back. So that was a steep price. Well, what do you think about that? Before we get on to how we're going to fill out the roster, what do you think about that, Hannah? I mean, listen, it is a little bit of, you know, we obviously had to give a lot away, but we got Russell Westbrook. I know you're very sad about Ku's dad. It is a little bit bittersweet just because, obviously, if you know me and my dad, you know, we really rode with Ku's from the very beginning. We've always kind of defended him, but... You know, lately, especially me, I think you were a little bit more loyal to him this past year or so. Felt like it was time to move on. Even probably the best case scenario for Kuz to go to a different team. Just kind of really be able to, you know, lead the other team and just have a bigger role um, with another kind of maybe smaller franchise. But, you know, Dad, the real MVP is Montrose Harrell. We were discussing this. I mean, I was asking you, I'm like, is, is Montrose Harrell just like the nicest guy ever that he said, hey, I'm just going to opt in. You can trade me wherever, man. Like, I don't care. Or is it really just that his agent told them, listen, I don't think you're going to get another team who's going to pay you as much as the Lakers are currently paying you. And that's kind of the consensus that we had because Montrose Harrell, had he not opted into this contract, I mean, none of this would have been able to happen. Yeah, Hannah, um, I don't think he was doing this to be helpful to the Lakers. I'm a little surprised by this, but I have to believe that his agent told him, look, the, the $10 million or so that the Lakers are going to pay you, uh, is is the most you're going to get. You're not going to get that from another team. I can't think of any other reason he would do it. Yeah, I mean, I tend to agree with you there, although, you know, he is the MVP right now in my eyes because <laughs> without him doing that, this wouldn't have been possible. I'm still kind of honestly just at a loss for words just because, again, especially these, these last few weeks have just been crazy. Every single star has just been, every single player, every single free agent just in general, I feel like has been linked to the Lakers at some point in time. And we just never thought in a million years we would get a, another superstar like Russell Westbrook. But dad, I kind of want to move on. I want to talk a little bit about what you think the Lakers are going to do with the remaining money. Again, we have about $5.9 million in that mid-level exception and then some veteran minimum contracts that we can play. So, you know, a lot of people are saying... Uh, you know, maybe we bring in Carmelo Anthony, which seems maybe likely uh, some kind of older players who want to win a championship. Um, but, you know, we obviously have to prioritize shooting because as Russell Westbrook is a great point guard, he's not a great shooter. And the Lakers Achilles heel has been their shooting, you know, this, especially this last season. So we've got to really be able to sign some guys who can come in and knock down some shots, particularly from three point range. Yeah, Hannah, as you said, we've got the one uh, approximately almost not not quite $6 million mid-level exception. I mean, you can get a decent player for that, I think. But everybody else is going to have to sign on the veterans minimum. And we've only got five guys, you know, who I think are going to be on the team now with THT and Caruso and the, and the three big guys. We've got to find 10 other players. I don't know how they're going to, you know, find all those numbers of people who are going to play for the veterans minimum, but that's what they've got to do. I'd like to see Dwight Howard and or JaVale McGee come back. I mean, I think that would be a great move. Uh, and obviously, Andre Drummond is not coming back. I think we've answered that question. But aside from that, I think they're going to try to find uh, shooters, you know, veteran shooters who are willing to play for the for the minimum. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I'm actually happy that you mentioned Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, because I think those two guys are realistic. I think um, in particular, Dwight Howard, I would really like to see come back um, and play for us this next season. But dad, with that mid-level exception, obviously, you know, just under $6 million. Do you think I'm crazy for thinking that 
maybe, just maybe, DeMar DeRozan may also be on the way. I mean, if I feel like if there's a player who's going to take, you know, a, a lower salary just to come and, you know, play for his dream team, big Kobe Bryant fan, grew up in Southern California, wants to win a championship, do you think maybe DeMar DeRozan is potentially on the way to the Lakers? Or do you think it's like, a, just Hannah, I'm freaking crazy, and I should just count my blessings that we got Russell Westbrook? Yeah, Hannah, um, unfortunately, because frankly, I was looking forward to DeMar DeRozan, and I feel badly for him because he clearly, clearly wanted to come to the Lakers. But no, I, I don't think it works out. Um, you know, DeMar DeRozan is also not a three-point shooter. He's a, a mid, mid-range guy, like Russell Westbrook is a mid-range guy and an attack-the-rim guy. I don't think those two guys, you know, could be in the same backcourt together. I, I just think this means that DeMar DeRozan's not coming. And as I said, I mean, I, I like DeMar DeRozan, and I feel really badly for him. He he did everything he could to make it clear that he wanted to come to the Lakers, and he's a really good ball player, and he would have been a good addition to the team, but just didn't work out. Yeah, I mean, I tend to agree with you, but, you know, who really knows? Because... I just, I like I said, and I've said it so many times, I never thought in a million years we'd be sitting here saying, okay, so next season, um, our starting lineup is going to be LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. I mean, like, can you even believe it? Potentially, maybe Dwight Howard. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, but, you know, Dad, at the end of the day, you're right. We got to get some three-point shooters. Um, I want to ask you, though, too, because obviously all day long, it was, we were kind of going back and forth with the Sacramento Kings on Buddy Heald. What do you think about that situation? Do you think that uh, Russell Westbrook better pick than Buddy Heald? Like how, do you, how are you feeling uh, about us not getting a Buddy? Yeah, I, I think West, Russell Westbrook is, is a better pick than Buddy Heald. Um, I know Buddy Heald is a good shooter, but what has Buddy Heald ever done in his career? Okay, I mean, he's, he's on the Sacramento Kings and... He never even started. He couldn't even start for the Sacramento Kings. So I, I, I like him. If we had gotten him, I wouldn't have been upset. But I, I'm, I'm not unhappy that uh, we got Westbrook. I think the Lakers wanted Westbrook all the time. I think Buddy Heald was a fallback position. And they may have even been using Buddy Heald and the Sacramento Kings to put some pressure on, on, on the Washington Wizards to, you know, to you know, make the deal. So, uh, no, I'm, I'm okay. I would have, would have been fine getting Buddy Heald, but I don't think Buddy Heald is any better than the guys we gave up. Yeah, no, I tend to agree with you. But, Laker fam, I want to hear from you guys. How are you feeling about the addition of Russell Westbrook to this purple and gold squad? Rumors, you know, for years that he's, you know, been apparently wanting to come to the Lakers, and now it's finally happened. Let me know. You can message me on Twitter. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. I think that's going to be it for uh, tonight's show. What an exciting day. I know you guys are probably just as exhausted as I am, but I'm definitely going to be sleeping pretty well knowing that we now have Russell Westbrook, a third superstar on the team to pair up with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I can almost see us winning the championship. I can almost feel the ring on my finger already. But Everybody's got to stay healthy, Hannah. That's the first point. If they're healthy, they're going to be right there competing. If they're not, then they're not. Exactly. I couldn't be. I couldn't agree with you more, Dad. But thank you guys so much again for listening to the show. I hope you all enjoyed it. And until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.